Episode 25. Do you have a moment to talk about ogres? Welcome to Adventures in Lolly. No, no, I don't like that one. That was bad. It was bad. I, I was. I usually do the number and then the thing, and usually I'll talk about something first. Oh okay. yeah, that's been our new thing. All right, yeah. let's just go to the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to talk about this time. Uh, let's see. What can we talk about? We did Christmas cookies, Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Um, is this going to be Hanukkah? This is going to be the day. This is going to be the Monday after Christmas. Wait, is Hanukkah over? Hanukkah's over. Like, shit. Hanukkah's <laughs> starting Sunday. I thought Hanukkah was over. I mean, it will be by the time this is released. Yeah. So, uh, so long. What'd you get for Christmas? Oh shit. <laughs> uh, chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah, I got a secret Santa. They gave me chocolate from your from your work. Yeah. Remember last year when we did secret like a secret Santa for our our D and D? We sh- why didn't we do that this year? Too busy. Yeah. Know, yeah we do. Yeah. So Ashley wasn't here for this, okay. but Tell last year totally. in our in our D and D fifth edition campaign, we did a secret Santa. We had a twenty dollar limit, right? And so I got Long Lee, and Custom do you remember? Do you remember what I got you? And then the old style ring, uh, sauce, spaghetti sauce. Yeah, yeah. So so Long had a character named Zephyr Rengetsu, and I always started to think about how his, his name sounded like Ragu Old Worlds because he kept saying Rengetsu style. That was his phrase. Yeah. Like I'm going to show him Rengetsu style, and like. <laughs> I kept thinking like Ragu old world style. So I got him a, I got him an apron because he used to do a lot of cooking back then. He hasn't done shit for us for a while for cooking, yeah. by the way. And, uh, and I got him some, some marinara sauce. That was my gift. Josh, who, do you remember who he had? Uh, I had Melissa. Yeah. I think I got her like socks and like mystery jerky or something. Oh, the oh, mystery jerky. Right. I remember that. That's, and that's everything had, so like the socks were like a plus. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like some. Right. Like vitality. Enchanted yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. They were magical items. Yeah. yeah I still remember items. the mystery jerky. Like that keeps, we got to put mystery jerky in this Viander campaign at some point. Never mm. know exactly what you're eating. Melissa, who'd you have? I had you. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> what did you get me? I totally forgot. That's <laughs> all. Uh D and D socks. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I still wear those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though we don't play D and D anymore, but uh, yeah, that's fine. Dead and game. then long, you got you got Keith. A little like starter bow <laughs> set, a bow and arrow. Oh, yeah. set. I don't even know if you use that at all. I mean, when would he use it? <laughs> it was like a five-year-old toy. <laughs> but it was hilarious because he was he playing a ranger pieces. at the time. So, but, uh, but yeah, that was fun. We, we, next, next year, if we're still doing the podcast, uh, we, hopefully we will, uh, we should, okay. we should definitely do that because it was kind of fun. Uh, but you know what else is fun? Dakota uh, bring a lamp. What did Coder, I think Coder just got somebody like a Steam gift card or something for 20 bucks. His, Someone got like a Steam gift card. His default for any like gift exchange is a lamp. A lamp. Oh, what lamp. did you get, Josh? I think it was Coder, but it was like the dice bag, I think. Yeah, you got a dice yeah, bag. Right. Somebody got a gift card. Was, I can't remember who. Later. I think Coder got the gift card. Coder got, oh yeah, Keith got Coder the gift card. Yeah. That's what it was. He like put it in a box and like taped it all weird. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was like a puzzle. Oh, I oh it. that's right. Yeah. So anyway, ruin my, my, my transition, but I'm going to go back to it. Ready? Do you know what else is fun? <laughs> Killing characters, right? Totally. Which, so we had our first real death, our first actual death. Coder's dead. Like oh, I wait. killed him. <laughs> wait, like, so, no, he's fine. He's just, uh, he's just running a little late tonight. So we're starting without him. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, we lost Chovy. The, like the heart of the party, right? And you'd think out of everybody, since his name's, you know, based off of anchovy, he'd right. be kind of okay in he'd the water. He'd be capable of swimming, but whatever. He was not. Oh, we don't know he's dead, do we? Uh, that's actually a really interesting question because you don't, right? Like you guys wouldn't know. So Bear, you were kicked off the cliff by the leader of this underground insurgency uh, for giving up information too easily and they suspect they just didn't trust that you would be you know a good part of the fold and so they kicked you off and then moments later kicked chovy but you probably wouldn't have known that because you were probably floating around in the water at that point dealing with your own stuff unconscious briefly yeah i think i failed like my awareness check yeah <laughs> so i don't think any and you looked for him and you never found him mm-hmm. so you might not even know that he got kicked over like you really might not uh and then the rest of you, Lavinia and Erwin and Zofia, you all were kind of dealing with your own thing because Zofia was getting chased down by this bearded old man uh, that was hanging out at the dormitory who tried to try to fight her. Now, she was quick and was able to run away, but he did threaten. He's like, I know where you sleep, uh, which is true because you've seen him at the dormitory before. And that's a little nerve wracking. And that actually led you and Erwin to go seek out Charlotte, who was... Lavinia's friend and Irwin's kind of new old tutor in some ways for alchemy. And that was an interesting conversation, but ultimately she let you inside. Lavinia was a little upset with you all bringing the danger to her doorstep. But mm-hmm. the three of you spent the rest of the the the, wee, the 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 final hours of darkness up until dawn in Charlotte's place. And then, and then you went looking. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was really tough at that point, you know, to try to find, pick up the trail because... Erwin was trying to track Bear and Chovy as they were dragged out of this clandestine meeting a couple episodes ago. And although he was able to pick up some cart tracks that he assumed was likely carrying Bear and Chovy, it went to the eastern gate and left in the middle of the night, which everybody knows is the gates don't open or close in the middle of the night. So mm-hmm. the fact that they were able to get this cart out means a variety it could mean a bunch of different things but more more than anything it means you couldn't access them you couldn't get to them and when he went looking for it the next day i mean the checks just didn't go i think somebody had a critical fail or maybe just failed the test or something like that and just followed the wrong track for a while and it looked really grim now sadly chovy drowned uh, he was doing his best to to try to get out of the bound, the, the binds that uh, that were keeping him from swimming easily, he was slowly sinking into this cold, dark water, and he just just couldn't quite do it. Bear, however, was actually able through some sort of fate-induced miracle uh, to find his way up to the surface onto a rock, cut his cut his bindings, and swam to shore. And although he's essentially contracted some form of hypothermia here, and he has a mangled hand. He did, before completely collapsing, at least climb all the way up the ridge to a more kind of main path or, or road so that early the next morning, when people are going off and leaving the town to go to work, to go to work the mines, someone found them and were able to bring him, uh, bring him into town to Doc Quali to get surgery on that hand just in the nick of time. Did lose some fingers from, from the fall, from the injury, something like that, but was able to actually have that. So... We're going to start right there uh, because as as you all, as Lavinia and Erwin and Zofia were wandering around time trying to figure out just what to do next, 
they heard a rumor that from some some dwarven miners that they found some cold popsicle of a man uh, and they brought this giant behemoth and they brought him to Doc Qualley's and you all tracked him down and that's where you w- waited around for a few hours as as uh, as the doc performed the surgery to try to save his hand and was successful uh and as you went up to the to the bed of bear he, he kind of opened with these groggy eyes and Bear, do you remember the words that you uttered? Uh, like, when's breakfast or something like that? <laughs> God, you're, just, you're killing me here. Um, no, sadly, you uh, you actually actually stated, where's Chovy? Oh, boy. And that's where we're going to start. So he just asked the question. He was with me when uh, we all got dragged away. I didn't see what happened to him. Did, did he show up anywhere? Not yet. Where did they take you? Uh, we don't know. We were... Bound and gagged and uh, couldn't see anything. Blindfolded—that's the word. You would know that you would know that you were on a cliff somewhere east of town. That would that would be the the gist of your information. Yeah, just kind of explain that. Mm-hmm. That was the last thing I knew. We got kicked off, and they'll probably be after you guys next because they know we were all together. Wait, wait, you were kicked off of a cliff? Yeah, right into. It was terrifying. I'm not the greatest swimmer, but I somehow made it. But Chovy was right with me. I didn't see him come down. He was on top of the cliff or with you in the water? On top. Maybe so he didn't get him. kicked. Yeah, I didn't see anything. I don't know why they would do one and not the other. Well, maybe there's a reason. Sophia's saying that sort of hopefully. That yeah. <laughs> maybe there's a reason why they wouldn't. No, it's a good question. Like, no, it's, I mean, you're, you all are free to conclude whatever you feel like concluding, right? But yeah. there, you have no definitive confirmation that he was thrown off. But at the same time, that is a fairly good question. Unless Chovy was behind it and a conspirator this whole time. Maybe. Yeah, I'll let him know everything that happened there. Like, there was that weird lady with, like, the purple flames, like, Pink. riding off. But yeah. Yep, that uh, pink flames show mm-hmm. up in her eyes. I think, I think Chovy was the one who saw it, but we'll say that Chovy oh. pointed it toward you. Know he nodded in your in direction. Well, that's first in there. He's like, did that chick have pink flames? <laughs> <laughs> yes, again, and she came galloping uh, out. You know, from wherever you were, she she left. Like there was like as as you were informing on your party who they were, giving names, saying you were with other people, and that they were at the meeting. The leader that you were speaking with went back and and communicated in silence to this kind of blue cloaked and robed figure. And sh- that figure, which is a f- was a feminine figure, you can see that she did some sort of manipulation with her hands, her, her underneath the hood of her robe, which was mostly dark, suddenly these pink, tiny pink flames, almost like eyes popped up. She, they unhooked the horse. She climbed on one of the horses of the cart that took you all out to this cliff. And she went racing on that horse in a direction. As far as you know, I mean, you, I mean, like, you might conclude that maybe coming back to, to Verdum to look for people, but very clearly, the man who was interrogating you, when you gave up the information that other people were there, came that seemed to to concern and alarm them in some way. And everyone else is here in our party. You see, yeah, I mean, Irwin's here. He's he's over, kind of checking in on Bruno, uh, who is uh, still. Um, he's, he's recuperating still from his head injury and with Cressida and then Cressida is still 
She's looking much better from what you can tell. Like the warden who has been guarding is kind of eager to start leaving this place and, and bring her to where she needs to go. But she's needed a lot of recuperation time to, mm-hmm. to come, you know, the loss of the leg. Uh, and also Chadwick and all them are all kind of in the corner. But yeah, everyone's accounted for. That The only person who isn't accounted for is Chovy. Gotcha. See, I don't know what we're going to do. They didn't like me. I don't know what they did with Chovy. But they're after all of us, so we're going to need to maybe get some protection or just keep a keep one eye open when we're sleeping, at least. I was also chased on the way back to Loudon's by the guy that Chovy and I ran into in the alley and stole the book from. So he also oh. knows that we were there and knows where we sleep, as he said. So we've got quite a few people who know who we are and are kind of out to get us. Hey town already thought I was weird and now they definitely do not <laughs> like me anymore and that's the other thing he did seem to when you mentioned Lavinia did seem to recognize who she was like knew her and was kind of surprised that she was involved in this because she didn't he didn't think that she was concerned with the politics of the town because yeah, she was an like outsider outside, yeah. yeah so could you take us back to the water where you where you fell in and maybe we can look for Chovy? Maybe he's like on the, uh, the rocks or the coast or something. You feel exhausted. Where I was. <laughs> and you're exhausted. You're freezing. You're being, you're covered with blanket after blanket. It's not just your hand, but like you were in yeah. water. You were in freezing cold overnight for several hours, soaking wet. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's winter time. Well, and we're tired too. And I need you then, by the way, we got to figure out your recuperation time. So since oh, there was a grievous no. injury <laughs> that you suffered, yeah, the surgery was successful. <laughs> I need you to roll 3d10, add 3 to it, and that's the total recuperation time that you're going to need for this. So whenever so you're I ready. I don't want big money on this roll. You don't want big money, no. Okay. Lower tends to be better in Zyander, too. Oh 23. 23, that's a total? Uh, with the plus 3, right? With the plus 3, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's a terrible roll yeah, for eight, you. 8, 2, and 10. <laughs> An 8, 2, and 10? Yeah. That's 23. Yeah. 8, 2. Oh, there's a 24, my bad. Oh. Okay. All right, so 23 days. Got it. Now, recuperation rules, the way it works is that you you basically can't use your primary hand, so your right hand, until you're fully recuperated. Uh, so I know you have the ability to swing your two-handed weapon, like your maul, with, with one hand, but you're going to have to be swinging it with your offhand. And whenever you are attacking offhanded, I believe that's flip the fail with the attack. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. I just flipped the fail. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. We can double check it if we get in combat, but I'm oh. pretty sure. Now, the the benefit here is that you can also be bedridden. Like, if you want. Like, this is one of the things that's been helping Cressida to some degree for the last few weeks. And she's pretty much near the end of her recuperation time. But for every, effectively, for every day that you spend in bed, it's it's effectively two days of recuperation time. So if you were oh. to spend the next week and a half in bed, that would be basically three weeks of recuperation time or you can just wander around like normal i just know that you're limited all right um so i can't like move at all if i'm just like bedridden i just have to lay there (laughs) no i mean you can move around like i have no problem with you staying you know at home you know not at home or in in the docks area so like at least most of the day yeah yeah any sort of exertion i would say would probably discount that day as a as a day um, but again, don't don't overlook the fact that you are in freezing water and have some semblance of, of probably hypothermia. There isn't any specific, I couldn't find anything specifically for hypothermia, but we'll say you have it and you're freezing and you're cold and 
you're probably coughing and you probably look pale yeah. and a little blue and not too great. Skin's probably all not looking good. Mm. Gotta mm. gotta gotta moisturize, man. <laughs> you're all pruning. Yeah. So, what's the plan, guys? Talk it out. I vote we just lay you on top of Bruno because he's hot like furnace. Help warm you up a little bit, maybe. We did that once uh, back when we were camping. Uh, he moves around too much. He's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia's already left somebody behind once recently and has still been distressed about that. So Sophia's kind of thinking through. We also didn't where sleep we could though. go. So yeah, you guys did not sleep, so your peril tracks never got to reset. Uh, then also consider this: you all learned about bear just from rumoring, rumor mongering going around the box elder. Mm-hmm. There's a person who tried to try to kill him last night and assumes that he did kill him. It's just as, I mean, a part of you has to think that it's just as likely that that rumor is going to get back to this other individual mm-hmm. and they're going to know that bear is not dead either. So does that mean this is a target? That he is a target? Set up a trap. I think we're all targets. Mm-hmm. Do some identity change, get some haircuts. New clothes. Cut your beard. <laughs> no, um, no, the beard stays. We need to decide, like, if do we want to stay in town or do we want to, like, leave town? Leaving town seems like the best idea because multiple people here are gunning for us. Yeah. Um, who wants to be Coder's Devil's Advocate for going to the <laughs> So I would say, I mean, don't, fr- I would say Erwin is more in line with the monarchy and doing yeah. right. Whereas I think you all are a little bit more concerned with self. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't go as far as to say Irwin is like lawful good or anything like that. But he does have, he does, he, he's, you know, as a, as a military play. background and he tends to play it straight. And, you know, yeah. he's got, he has a family. I'm not sure how much he would have shared, but he has a family who uh, is, uh, has some recognition back in Occitan. So, uh, you know, he's, he's. I wouldn't say aristocracy, but he certainly comes from a somewhat privileged background and likely isn't isn't entirely probably wouldn't be so quick and willing to just allow something horrible to happen to the monarchy. So that I mean, I think that's kind of where he was going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't change the fact that if you guys are under threat, and if if I think ultimately he would probably stick it out with the group from what he has said yeah. to me. Yeah, but he would he would certainly argue in favor of trying to contact authorities, trying to get message or word to the governor or their proxy in some way. Like, he he was in favor of that. Yeah. So what about you guys? Are you guys more in favor of doing that, or did you want to... Because I feel like we blew our shot to join the, the rebellion. Well, I did. You guys might have a <laughs> no, I don't think we have then, a chance at this point. And then you went and named all of us. Sophia just so. takes her shift and just starts gutting bear. <laughs> Then, then the, the leader steps into the door. He's like, we did it for you. No, just paper cuts between your toes. Oh, dear. So then the other thing to consider, if you do leave town, which is certainly possible, you do know that winter is coming and it's yeah. projected to be a very terrible winter, if, you're, if the augers would believe. And you have to figure out, well, where can you stay? You yeah. know, And the, the next most established outpost, you have burnt that bridge considerably. Uh, that was the Sunbearer outpost. They were the next largest group of established folk that bear burnt that bridge pretty spectacularly. Hey, no one stopped Lavinia, <laughs> Lavinia never really had much use for them anyway for a variety of reasons. Then the question is, well, where? 
You know, like even Lavinia, who lives outside of the town, still comes for the winter yeah. just because it's safer. Like, it's certainly people, not everyone comes back into town. Absolutely. There are plenty of people who, who you know, tough it out. But there's there's risk, of course. So that's a big decision that you all have to make. Yeah. The three of you. Because Chovy's dead. Irwin's not here. Bruno's eating a turkey leg. You three are the brain yes. trust. I don't think I'd be able to leave town at this point. I'm in rough shape. The cold weather is not going to do good on me. Doc Quilly would definitely, yeah. at this point, pitch in like, no, you're not leaving here at all. You need to stay in bed. Yes, no, Absolutely. I definitely agree. At least until we regulate your temperature more. And the hand is the hand, but if this if this cold sickness continues, it could kill you. Should I cuddle him? It wouldn't hurt. <laughs> Unless you cuddle him on his hand, then it would probably hurt him. No, no, I will do other side. So Lavinia kind of like sidles up next to you on your cot or whatever. And she's like, I run very warm. Do not be weird, though. (laughs) You're most kind. (laughs) Thank you. Sophia's just sort of pacing the room. And then Lavinia just kind of like pats the cot next to to Bear. And she's like, please come sit down. He needs warmth. Sure. So the doc will allow you all to stay for a bit, but there's... This isn't a hotel, no. right? Like, this is basically her home with just, like, another room where she has set up a couple cots just for people if they come. And one of those has been consistently taken up by Cressida, and she is willing to let you all linger because it is mid to late afternoon at this point. She'll let you linger for the night. Mm-hmm. But as of tomorrow, especially when she looks at you, Livinia, like, you have a place you can mm-hmm. go stay. Um, so... What do you guys want to do? Should we grab our things from uh, Loudon's so no one uh, gets into there and takes our stuff? Yes. Since they know where we're sleeping. We could bring it over and leave it in Charlotte's. Are you sure that's something you want? You were pretty upset with us last night for kind of bringing this to her house. Just, it was, I did not know if you were still being pursued. That would have been bad for Charlotte. But if I make a show of leaving... I think that would be fine. Okay. I think we are still being pursued now by whoever this woman is with the pink glowy eyes, maybe, and the All bearded I know guy is that meeting. we must stay mm, together and probably in public. Uh, they don't really, from what, mm, they're secret society, so they do stuff in the middle of night. Okay. Is a dog Coley like <laughs> doing anything? <laughs> Well, it depends on how much you're revealing to her. Like, like well, secret she was, society. Well, she was tired. She's, she just performed surgery like a, early, early in the morning on you, and she's exhausted. And she's I got also... a job. And she's got a kid that she keeps an eye on. So she's she's busy moving in and out. Like, if, if there's something specifically you want to tell her, then go ahead and do it. But outside of just her giving advice about you being a, a patient of hers who needs healing, I'm not going to assume that she was privy to any, like, really specific info. Gotcha. I just know if she like reacted. I was talking about like a secret society. You would have to. I, I, I would with. want you to directly tell me that you shared that with her. I wouldn't assume okay. that you. Yeah. Plus, also, it is me. She knows that I talk about things all the time. <laughs> okay, so you want to go get your stuff from Loudons? Yes. I think you you. I think you grabbed what you could before, but you. I don't. I think there were some things. I don't behind. think you got the cart because the cart no. required you to go. Yeah, the cart's still there. So it is mid-afternoon. Who's going? Bear's got to stay, most likely. Yeah. Because he's still reeling and probably on painkillers and, and whatnot. Put me on a stretcher and roll me out. 
<laughs> so Irwin and I would go. Okay. Yeah. And Ir- we would bring Irwin with us. Okay. So the three of you would go. Uh, as you are heading over to, to Loudon's, uh, you can tell that there is a little bit of a kind of a fuss going on outside of the box elder. Uh, you can see there are some wardens that have set up some kind of, they're gar- kind of guarding the door, not letting people in. And there's a lot of drunken folk or people who aren't drunk and want to get their drunk on mm-hmm. who are getting very upset because we're, we're nearing like end of day. And there's a lot of people who just want to come here and just drink away their sorrows for the rest of the night until they fall asleep. And they're being kept away for some reason. Lavinia. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you all to say something if you wanted yeah. to inquire about what it was. Uh, Lavinia is going to kind of like drift towards the crowd and okay. maybe like just find someone who she's spoken to before. What is happening? Yeah, just make a trivial routine, uh, trivial um, rumor, rumor test. Thank you. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> That's close. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, so you speak with somebody and uh, a couple different people trying to patch together some sort of story. Uh, they're like, hey, uh, apparently um, we had another, uh, another dead body turned up. It's two in two days and this time this one's uh, from what I... I could see this one uh, was on the second floor, and uh, they're not letting anyone in while they mm, suss out some and investigate a bit. But uh, I think it's quite ridiculous. It's the second floor. They could at least let us into the first floor. I mean, or maybe they could bring some pictures of whatever they have uh, out here. And It's very rude, and, but uh, oh well. That's awful. Do we know who it was? Uh, one of the whores, I think. I mean... Obviously, but you know, sometimes they're friends. You know, I'm I'm just saying it was one of the whole. I wasn't making a moral judgment about who they were. So I think it was. I don't know which. Lavinia just kind of pats his shoulder. Well, I hope sometimes soon you get your drink because I know you're very cranky. Very cranky. Uh, Yeah. But you will get it very soon. I hope for you. Yeah. Very kind. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> As you walk away, he's like, that is a vineyard. I don't know why people call her weird. She's, she seems very kind, very concerned about about me. Your drink. Sophia will lean over to Lavinia. Did did he say the second party? Second, uh, the murder, yes. You uh, When you were doing your rumor check inside the box elder, uh, you all had also uh, heard about another body had been found somewhere on the streets. You were in the box elder this morning. Yes. Okay. And now there's a body in the second, in the second floor somewhere. So sometime in the last eight to 12 hours or so, a body was discovered. Eight, eight, eight hours is probably about right. Hmm. It seems this, like some, yeah. many bad things happened last night. Yes, this is definitely not very good for us. Uh, we should hurry to Loudon's. Okay. Great. Yeah. So, ignoring the, the hullabaloo any further, uh, you get back on the roads. Um, there is conversation that you can hear people kind of talking about this and that. A um, little bit of rumor about the one body that was found in the streets. A little bit of rumor about the box elder being closed down for some reason. People kind of cursing Markov's name for letting this kind of thing happen. Uh, people cursing the wardens for not getting the hell out of the way. And some people are, are remarking that, uh, you know, that kind of 
people are going stir crazy a little bit earlier than normal uh, because with winter on the horizon there is sort of that concern that over time being cooped up in one location people kind of they kind of lose their mind a little bit uh, but it hasn't really happened yet and so people are a little concerned and maybe the news about what the what the weather is going to be like or how hard the winter is going to be is is getting to them uh, and you also hear rumors about bear and about like, oh, it's some, uh, some big old popsicle. Uh, they found him on the road and uh, brought him in. And so you hear bits and pieces like that. So lots of different things being chatted about. But you make it over to Loudon's and everything looks normal. Like there's just like normal people are milling about uh, in the, the kind of the, the front porch area and in the common room in the very early on. Some people are drinking Seems a little busier than normal, mainly because they're drinking the swill over here. But you go in and, yeah, it's, no one stops you or anything like that. No one shivs you in your back while you're not looking yet. So what are you doing? Making a beeline for where our stuff is stored, because a cart would have been... Cart's in the back. Yeah. So you go upstairs. You head over to your, your rooms. You have two of them. And uh, I would say make an awareness test uh, at, uh, at easy. Both of us? If you like, if you're with it. Yeah, that's fine. Pass. Ooh. That is good. I got all zeros. That's a hundred, right? I can't remember if a hundred's good or bad. Oh, no, that's bad. Yeah, that's a, that's a crit fail. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, as you're, you're kind of scouting and going up the stairs and looking around the room, your foot slips and you just slam, like, right down into the stairs halfway up and go tumbling back down like a klutz. Take nine points of physical peril as you go tumbling down the stairs, looking like a fool. Ugh, my skirts, they always get under my toes. I do not know. (laughs) Sophia sort of rolls her eyes and goes and helps out, like, we're trying to do this sort of quietly. And everyone turns to look, by the way. And and several people come over to help you up. Like, you know, other people laugh. And Lavinia is very... Thank you so much, darling. You're so nice. I appreciate you. I get to watch those steps. It's a bit too. It's a little too early to be uh, to be falling down from drink. You know, you got to. The sun's not even down yet. I wish it was drink. It's just me in my large skirts. Sometimes I just I don't know. Just be more careful next time. You know, you don't uh, don't want to go breaking your neck when you fall. So you passed, right, Zavia? Correct. First, you notice that there's no signs of that gristly beard man who's been chasing down. There's no signs of Loudon. And when you go up to the rooms, you notice that one of the two rooms that you've been associated with uh, seems to have been busted into. You can look and you can notice that the there's some splintering on the door frame mm-hmm. as if somebody uh, maybe leaned into it a little bit harder or maybe put like a crowbar or something like that and sort of cranked it open a little bit. The other one, uh, which is not the one that you are staying in, uh, seems to be open. Fortunately, or seems to be locked, excuse me. Fortunately, that's the one that had your money. Uh, but as you, you know, as you go into the one that was messed with, uh, things have been tossed. Like you can see that your the, the mattresses, everything has been turned over. Uh, whatever other belongings you might have left in here uh, have, have been thrown around. Uh, if there was any sort of loose change or something has been taken... You can see a few floorboards have been ripped open as if people are kind of like looking for something. Uh, but when you go into the other room, uh, everything seems to be fine. Uh, whether this means that they only tracked you into your room and they didn't necessarily know that both of the rooms were, you're not sure. But when you go inside, the the chest is still in there with your coins. You look at it and 
you know, open it up and you see that there's this little written ledger that's got Chovy's handwriting on it. He's been keeping track of how much is in there and maybe you feel a little sad at this tiny little chicken scratch. Like a, it's like a, like a six-year-old trying to learn how to write. <laughs> Something like that. Maybe his hands just weren't, weren't large and dexterous enough. Yeah, Zofia is definitely, you know, concerned that, you know, I, I didn't think it was an idle threat when he said that he knew where I slept. And he definitely came straight here and made a mess of things. So I'm definitely being hunted. This is terrible. He did damages to the room. We should probably tell Loudon. I didn't see him on the way up. and Maybe we can uh, look for him on the way back down. Maybe he was in his office. I do not know. Mm-hmm. So you're downstairs. Take a look for Loudon. And uh, you do see him in his office. The door, not closed fully, but closed. There's only a little bit of a uh, kind of a crack in there. And you can see that he's he's furiously writing something. His back kind of partially obscuring like his desk as he's sort of, kind of turned around to the side a little bit. Uh, he seems to be in there alone. Sophia will knock on the door and peek her head around. Uh, um, can, can I help you? Um, is, is everything okay? Yes, I just wanted to ask you if, if anyone saw anyone around last night. Our room was broken into and... He seemed to sort of like a wave of just frustration as if he's been holding some back just sort of appears on his face he he almost it's almost like the first bit of anger that you've seen from him who's who's genuinely seemed to have a very kind and patient face most of the time that you met him you can see like an like a kind of anger come up and he says no unfortunately we i didn't see anyone um this people come and go as as you know um i will uh, of course i'll 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 make repairs and he's very apologetic and we just wanted to let you know so that you would not think that we dressed your room i didn't even know you were staying here oh no i'm still at charlotte's but i i walked them over here oh i i I didn't know you knew one another i'm making friends fast i i see that's that's good that's that's good i'm stuck here on the walls for the winter so i figured i might as well talk of course. I'm not sure our ledger is balanced with making friends and losing friends, but I mean, we've at least we've gained one friend. He has no idea what you're talking about, so um, he just kind of gives you a, a puzzled face. And um, Lavinia just kind of shrugs because she's not really too sure either. Yeah, and he's he seems to he's giving you. The, I'm not sure how aware you are, but he's giving you the body language of somebody who really would like to get back to what he was doing, but is trying not to be rude about just saying to get out. Well. It, as Lavinia said, we just didn't want you to think that we uh, trashed the room. We are going to take our things and move um, elsewhere. Our next steps may uh, not be clear. So we just didn't want you to think that we moved out and messed things up along the way. But have a good rest of your day. Okay. And he um, he makes like a movement to, to say, you know, as, he, like, as if he's, he's doing like the salesman business like thing. I'm very sorry you're unhappy with the... The room, there's, there's, there's uh, I'm sure we could, uh, d- trying to keep you there. Oh, basically. no, it's not that they are unhappy. It's just our friend, he's sick. And so we would like to be a little bit closer in the winter. So, but he, again, we... He's starting to get, he's just, puzz, puzzlement is just yeah. continuing to grow in his face. <laughs> Your presence here is just like, wait, who, what? Yeah. what are you doing <laughs> And Lavinia's like... All right, well, we are leaving. It's so good to see you, Loudon. You must catch me at Box Elder. You cannot go right now, but, you know, bye. Uh, uh, 
Bye. <laughs> And, and she just kind of like loops her arm with Zofia and kind of uh, tags her. Zofia will make sure that there isn't any outstanding balance to pay him. Uh, I mean, he, with considering that your room was broken into uh, and you have been paying on a nightly basis, uh, Chovy was taking care of that. Chovy was very responsible about the money. Good job, uh, Chovy. But he, oh, he, he, <laughs> he waves last night's, last, last night's fee. So like, it's fine. You go out back, same group of people are kind of tidying up whatever gardening they've done you get your your wagon everything seems to be fine and you you head over to charlotte's and and stock up just fine and uh by the time you get to charlotte's and get settled the sun's going down and it's it's evening early night what's the plan um should we stay here or should we go back to i mean it's if it's dark i feel like it's too late to head back and bother doc Quelly. probably so it looks like that means slumber party <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you gonna go to the? What is with I don't know. I'm tired <laughs> myself. I know you're. I'm exhausted. I don't know if it's actually that's a little loopy or it's just Lavinia. <laughs> it's maybe a little bit of both. Uh, okay. We're accepting our current situation and making the most of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you settle in. There's no fancy place to sleep. Lavinia, you're fine, but mostly it's just sleeping on blankets and stuff like that on the ground mm-hmm. the three of you and uh, why don't both of you make an awareness test standard as you fall asleep for the night pass did not pass alright you fall asleep uh, it comes surprisingly quickly probably exhaustion uh, more than anything the stress was pretty heavy but the body just knows when it needs to sleep but you're awoken late at night. It's dark out. You can't really see anything. And you hear, quiet. And it's Erwin. And he's got his hand like, kind of on your shoulder. And he says, there's someone on the streets. And he uh, brings you over to these shutters that he has just very, very slightly open, like a little tiny crack and he points outwards at a cross street area. There's kind of a small alleyway between these two homes. Uh, neither one of those homes has any light. There's moonlight, and he points, and you know when you look at first, you, you don't see anything. But then as, you, as your eyes adjust and your kind of stare, you can see in the shadow of that alleyway, a hooded figure begins to form. And they just seem to be staring at Charlotte's home. Do they currently have weapons drawn? You can't see anything from this distance. They're probably 25 yards away or so, maybe, at most. Uh, maybe a little less than that. Uh, but it's hard to really see. They've, they've staked out a fairly good portion to where they can see, but no, you can't, you can't really see anything. Sophia's going to go around kind of to all of the sides of the house just to Mm -hmm. see okay so there's one figure that way just to see if there's like multiple figures like surrounding the house or what are we looking at roll an awareness test it's uh it's gonna be it's it's secret so just roll it standard 62 okay right so you go to a couple other windows and erwin gives you a hand so you can go uh, we'll say since he's not here he he would have assisted you so you can do another d10 for your 10s die 12 you do notice that there are two other figures the two of you together that are also, they seem to just be watching the house. So there are three total figures outside that you can watching know, the that, house. That you've noticed. Sure. That's correct. Okay. Sophia would... Go ahead and make a resolve test, by the way. You can make it at uh, at standard. 
as this this sort of stress is probably getting on you a little bit. Fail. Uh, take nine points of mental peril. So I would say you're feel you're starting to feel just the utter stress of this. Uh, are they going to come in here? Are they going to storm this place? And like you have like Charlotte's, you don't know her very well. She's just a nice old lady who just sells people medicinals, you know, baked goods, that kind of stuff. And was just kind and, and whatnot. So I don't know. What do you do? It's up to you because Irwin's not here. To- yeah, Zofia is definitely going to. I am definitely just, still sleeping. Yes. Um, kind of going to go back to pacing, kind of like she was earlier, and pondering, should we wake up Lavinia? We're definitely out, outpaced, um, outnumbered. So Zofia will go wake up Lavinia. Okay. And she's, she fills you in, and she points everything out, and you see, you see them. They all seem to right now just be watching. I would like to try to cast a spell. <gasps> what? Okay. All right. I want to cast Witch Sight. Sure. You want to tell everybody what that does? So, Witch Sight is you peer into the spirit realm beyond through a swath of cloth, so I have to blindfold myself. <laughs> and then after, if I successfully cast a spell, I can visually determine if an object or person, person is imbued or under the influence of magic. Okay. As nice. I assume you're trying to figure out if any of these out here, with the stories that you've been mm-hmm. told about these. Okay, I can see where you're going with that. So you watch as, as she suddenly just starts wrapping a blindfold around her eyes. Do you say anything to this? Erwin's looking at her. Like, um, <laughs> yes, if he was going to say to Erwin, I'm not sure how this is going to help. It's already dark. What, I don't understand. Will you please lead me towards window? I would appreciate. Point me towards where so you want me. Erwin will looking. grab. He'll grab your 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 wrist and. Oh, thank you. You're very you strong. I appreciate your assistance. <laughs> I, I've been I've been doing bicep curls and. I can tell when she pinches his forearm. Uh, oh, it t- it feels. He gets very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, if Coder listens to this episode, he's gonna be so mad. At me. He's going to hate me very much for making him uncomfortable. Do you have any plain chicken? Okay, so I've never actually cast any magic before. No, do you know how to do it? Did you read it? Um, I mean, I did, but so. You want to cast magic. They're like cheat sheets. It's pretty easy for you. One, select a spell. Two, channel power, which by putting the blindfold on, that's pretty much good. So channeling, so like, well, channeling power, don't forget that channeling power just increases, uh, it it just makes it easier for you to make the roll. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because there is still that specific thing you have to worry about. So you select your magic spell. You got to channel your power. Uh, You're doing a generalist spell. So the fixed difficulty of general spells is plus 10%. So it's routine. If you wanted to make it even easier, you can channel power. You're not in combat, so you're not really worried about action points expenditure right now. Okay. Uh, But if you wanted to, that's fine. But again, for every... For for every like extra bit of power you try to channel into it, mm-hmm. at the end of the casting you do have to roll for a chaos manifestation, and the more you channel into it, the more d6 chaos die you actually. I roll. know that's fun. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna do anything. There's one where I, like right a now. heads roll off. What? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just fucking, There's some cool stuff. Cool. I, not, it's this not like permanent. Do that. But like it's just people's heads just start rolling off. Okay. Uh. 30, so just routine. Thirty-nine pass. Okay, so thirty-nine pass. And then, so it's, the duration is three plus my WB, which is three, so six minutes. Okay. And so we'll say just for expediency that you manage to cast on each of the three, uh, and you kind of look 
carefully through these strange kind of blue-purple, like this blue-purple outline color begins to manifest underneath the blindfold to the point where you can kind of see the silhouettes of them and this slightly slightly purple darkened color everything around is 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 black but you see no you see nothing visually to suggest like a like a bright spot like that would that mm-hmm. you would assume has any sort of magical imbuement to it like there's nothing in what you're seeing this just just seem perhaps just like people watching or thugs or something they don't they don't seem to be imbued with any sort of magic currently okay like so as she starts to take off her her blindfold, Lavinia kind of like turns around. Well, I have good news for you. Atlita is, is not the weird lady who you said with flame eyes. It looks like just regular boys. Maybe girl. Who knows? So they're just watching us. Yes, they don't have uh, any any hints of magic on their in their body persons. So Zofia will suggest that we just kind of keep an eye on them for... In the next little bit, and there's no reason for us to engage them if they're just watching. We okay, already know we're being watched through the window. Okay, so you wait around for a bit, and I would say Erwin is probably keeping a little bit of distance from Lavinia after this. <laughs> Lavinia just kind of goes display. back to her like swath of blankets. Okay, and so you're looking out one uh, area, Sophia. Erwin's looking at another, and as you. About half an hour, 45 minutes go by, and I would say you hear a rattling of the doorknob, uh, the the front door, as if somebody is trying to get in. Zofia will definitely make sure that Erwin and Lavinia are both aware. Would you like to do something a little bit more definitive than just make, I mean, someone's trying to break in. We definitely have our weapons ready to go, so um, we'll let them in. <laughs> get the pies right. Get yeah. win yeah. uh, I don't want to do that. Uh, oh, this is so stressful. So, as you listen, you hear Erwin say something. This other one's moving, and he he notes that whichever one that he was watching is on the move, as well. Does Lavinia's house have a back door? Uh, I would say there's probably two ways. There, yeah, there's probably two ways in. It's one in, one in, one out. Actually, I said that really poorly. Yes, there's two ways into that. <laughs> I should have just said one yes. One in, one out. There's a front door and a back door. <laughs> I God, I want to make a gross joke right now. Yep, yep, I know. I'm biting my tongue. Uh, I don't know about you, but I really do not like fighting people. It is not quite... Uh, and Lavinia starts like just flittering around her room grabbing some things and like she's she's prepared to go so uh she starts heading downstairs and she kind of like waves for you guys to follow okay uh it is time to do a little bit of what i do kind of okay i'm still alive so as you go downstairs you can see because we'll say that erdin was probably downstairs looking at one of the windows uh and he kind of when he came over to this to the staircase shouted up a little bit like whisp, like a whisper shout to yeah. the two of you and when you come down you can see that one of the shutters is slowly opening really really quietly as if somebody's trying to get in here sneakily plus there's the sound of the person at the front door that's trying to still get in and you can hear like like clinking as if somebody's trying to pick a lock as if they don't want to bust it down they're trying to do this stealthily 
Zafia will get her shiv out and we'll try to stab at the hand that's coming in through the shutter. Okay. All right. Uh, I think let's roll for initiative. All right. So we took a little pause there to get stuff situated with our initiative tracker. And in that time, our lost Erwin, uh, Coder, has shown up. Coder, how you doing? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. Well, you're not going to be when you see what they've gotten you into. Uh, so we've got, in our initiative order, we've got Lavinia, we've got Sophia, we've got what I'm going to call Big Daddy, we've got Dirty Mother, and we've got Erwin, and we've got Steve. Uh, so uh, get it, Steve Steve Erwin? Too soon? <laughs> Too soon? Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so Zofia, I'm going to go ahead just for this first round and let it go out of the, got it, go out slightly out of order and I'll have you go first since you took the attack and you'll, you, this'll, this'll be with surprise. Uh, so what do you want to do? You got your three AP, you see this, this window shutter partially opening and an arm kind of reaching in as if someone's about to climb into it with a, a cudgel in their hand. I will say it's very dark. No one said anything about putting on a lantern or a lamp of any kind, no torches, etc. So all of our difficulty checks for attacks, anything with vision, is going to be more difficult than normal. And that's for, for my people, too. Uh, so just keep that in mind. So what would you like to do, Zofia? You've had 45 minutes on this pause. You better <laughs> know what you're going to do. Oh, no. <laughs> so in order, with my 3 AP, I'm going to do a melee attack on the hand coming through the window. Okay. I'm going to use a second AP to try to disarm. Okay. In that order? Yes. Okay. So go ahead. Uh, so it would normally be standard difficulty, but I'm going to make this slightly more challenging. Okay. So we're going to put it at challenging just because of how dark it is. Go right ahead. Pass. Okay. Uh, so he is technically surprised. So helpless, defenseless, can't, can't do anything. And so you slash down uh, with, uh, is it your shiv or your flail? Shiv. Okay. So you go right at his, right at this wrist of this person that's reaching to climb in this window. Go ahead and roll damage. And his reminder damage is a D6. It's D6 plus your combat bonus, unless you have a weapon that's a little bit different, like it has like finesse or something that uses agility. Nine. Okay, nine. Okie dokie. That will move him down one. And as you as you slash through, and you see this big cut in this squirt of like maroon-colored uh, blood just spew all over the sill of the window, you hear, still awake! Uh, and uh, you have something else you'd like to do. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to attempt to disarm, so to take the cudgel out of his that hand. Go right ahead. Same difficulty. Uh, actually, you're using a shiv, right? Nah, never mind. It's fine. Chall- challenging. That's fine. I know that parrying sometimes with smaller weapons, it, you, you kind of want to increase the difficulty, but since you're disarming, it doesn't necessarily have to be with your weapon. You can try to just disarm with your arms and hands. So. And disarm is a coordination test, and the foe resists coordination. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He's not going to get resist because he is surprised. I'm treating him as surprised. Fail. Okay. So we do have rerolls. Haven't used any. If you want to use any of them. Sure. Pass. Okay. And so as you probably just with your elbow or your arm or maybe even the shutter itself just slam right up against his hand and the cudgel just goes clattering down to the ground inside while he is still partially outside. Uh, okay, so then we're going to go uh, Lavinia. I don't know if she would really jump to immediately trying to do combat. It's, I yeah, think maybe she would try and like barricade the door. Okay. So like maybe like drag a chair over and like prop it up underneath the door handle. Okay. Uh, so Go ahead and I'm going to have you roll an awareness test. Uh, we'll make it, for you, I'll make it routine since you've been here and you live here. It is still dark, though. 
Okay, pass 31. Okay, so you do see something in... You, st- you do see a chair that likely is for people who are waiting for Charlotte to fill some of her medicinal orders and, and whatnot. You'll spend an AP mm-hmm. to maneuver over, and then you'll spend... You're going to have to spend a second AP to probably drag that over, and then we'll say your last AP you can do to try to jam the... Uh, like your third AP, you can jam the the chair underneath the door handle. Okay. All right, and so let's let's see how effectively you do that. I'll say coordination. I think coordination makes sense. Okay. Okay. So go ahead and roll. Uh, just treat this. I'll I'll treat this as standard. Uh, should I use one? It's up to you. Yeah. Okay. Pass. Okay. So you jam a door, or you jam the the door. Yeah, with the chair. You jam the chair under the door. I got it. I got it's late. Uh, okay. And so, and you kind of step off to the side. So you are right by the front door at this part, okay. at this point. You're by the front door, or when you're over by the stairs. Uh, Zofia, you're still over by the window. It's Big Daddy's turn. And uh, Big Daddy uh, heard Steve shout, uh, uh, they're awake or something. So you hear some muffled sounds from the other side, like two voices talking as if there's more than one person out the front door. And one of those uh, voices sounds like really kind of low and gruff. Get out of the way, I got this one. And uh, I'm going to attempt a little brawn test here. I'm in danger. (laughs) (laughs) You hear that whoever it was on the other side say that, and then with one quick swoosh, the door comes flying open, kicked in. Oh, the gosh. the chair, the little wooden chair that you put in there shatters the pieces, and you see stomping into the room about a six foot ten massive ogre. And he steps in and just goes meaty foot stomping down onto the ground, just like splintering the last little bits of this door. Stealth seems to be out of the equation at this point. And I need everybody to go ahead and make a resolve test for fear at standard. Pass. Pass. Oh, bless. Pass. Okay. All of you have... (laughs) I'm lily-livered, so I was really scared. Okay. (laughs) So all of you uh, managed to kind of overcome. You, You have this little kind of lump in your throat at the sight of what looks to be a fairly intimidating and well, uh, well-conditioned ogre of some kind uh, who is wearing this, the same kind of dark robes that you've seen some of the other, the other cultists, whatever you want to call them, not cultists. That's not the right word. Um, what do you want to call them? Insurgents, yeah. rebels. Yeah. Uh, but it's very ill fitting. You ever see, you ever see Princess Bride when they tried to put Andre the <laughs> <Yes>. giant, <Yes. laughs> little like that. Uh, when he was the Dread Pirate Roberts. Uh, and so there's that. And then um, he's going to look around the room, see if there's anybody uh, in quick, in close proximity. And I think he's going to go ahead and attempt a takedown on Lavinia, who's right next to the door with uh, the funnel EP. Okay. Can I just... We're closed. Can you please? <laughs> <laughs> Business hours are from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> okay. Okay, there we go. 23, uh, which will be a success. You can resist this. This is a, I'm trying to take down. Uh, so uh, it is a, 
it was easy for him. He's a very large, intimidating figure, so it's going to be challenging for you to resist this. Okay. Uh, so you need to go ahead and resist coordination. Is it the inverse? Is it's it hard? What did I say? Easy. Is... I'm sorry, routine. Okay. It was 10 plus, 10 plus 10% for him because he's so big and she's not. She's tall, but... Failed. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and spend uh, one of my misfortune points to get an extra AP for this turn. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to attack uh, you on the ground. Uh, and that will be a success. Do you have any AP left? Nope, we used all three. All right. So I'm going to roll some damage here. Resisting is free. But you, oh, yeah, you used all Resisting, three Resisting, yeah, I, yeah. I was talking more about parrying. I see, I see. I told you I was in danger and I was not lying. <laughs> Very much in danger. And I only have one fate point more than the rest of us. Okay. I get two D6s because you are prone from yes. the takedown. Yep. And I spent the extra AP because you people used your, your stuff on stupid things. No exploding. Okay. However, it is 19 points of damage. Oh, dear. Fortunately, none of them exploded for you. Yeah. And you are now quite literally on, on the brink of death. Yes. Okay. Now. Got some injuries, probably. Uh, you went three. You went. You're all the way down to grievously, correct? Yes. Okay. So I need you to roll three d sixes for injury. One, five, one. Okay. So you rolled three chaos die, but because uh, this is a vicious weapon, you actually have to roll an additional chaos die. You have to roll four chaos die. I know okay. you already rolled three. I need you to roll another. Okay. So I did one, five, one. Okay. Roll one more. Three. Okay, so your professional trait, can you read it to everybody, the, or the drama that I was, so, we were just talking about? Cruel tutelage. So uh, when I generate a face one or six with chaos dice, I invoke a chaos manifestation. Right, and you rolled a one. I rolled two ones. You rolled two ones. So I need you to roll two D100s for me, please. Okay. So you, no injury, which is good. You're near death, but also something strange is about to happen. So Two excited. something stranges. Two something. Just do one at a time. So a sixty-six. Oh, it's like okay. summoning Satan over here. <laughs> My specialty: collecting body parts and demons. Okay, so that's the first one. So sixty-six. So you watch this massive ogre just burst into the room with great ferocity and a surprising amount of speed. The incredible surprise just begins to. You feel these little shakes come over, you and your eyes just begin to kind of go white. This kind of milky covering, and you have milky eyes. So a milky film covers your eyes for three hours. During this time, you cannot succeed at any skill test that requires sight. I can't cast any spells then. That's correct. You are effectively blind. I'm useless. And Now, what's the dead. second one? Pretend to Let's be dead. Let's find fine. out. You do have a fate point, at least. 31. Okay. All right. This is something that all of you would notice. So Charlotte's, like I said, Charlotte's home is, is not just a home, but it's also her workplace. And part of her work is the growing of plants and herbs. And you can see that throughout, you know, on, on top of the sills, on various floating shelves, behind the counter at the front of the, at the, front of the store, you can see that there's all of these potted plants, all of them just begin to suddenly and quickly, almost like it's a time lapse from National Geographic or the Discovery Channel, wither and die around you. Every plant. Not the weed, man. Definitely the weed. <laughs> all those marrow, all those devil weed plants just go shriveling up. Okay, so 
That is the end of that turn. Wow. So next up is Dirty Mother. So Dirty Mother is going to maneuver into the room. Now, Dirty Mother is a woman. You can see, and you can hear her voice say, uh, well, there goes stealth <laughs> uh, to, the, to the ogre itself. Uh, and seeing that the ogre seems to have whoever was in immediately inside the door taken care of, uh, you can see that she's going to reach into her and kind of her inside of her jacket and she's going to go ahead and light up like a lamp of some kind. She's going to pull it out and strike it and that'll be her whole turn. And so she's standing uh, about right near the front counter, a little bit past the ogre itself. And now everything's illuminated. Okay, so everyone has decent vision. No more worrying about all those more difficult things. Erwin, it is now your turn and you can see that this ogre you're not convinced that Lavinia is not immediately dead. That was an incredibly vicious hack. That sh- that I, I mean, a little bit. of... I mean, I, you you know, you're capable. Yeah, that warrior wasn't yourself. That wasn't good. I'm going. to... You have to be missing Bear and Bruno and yeah. <laughs> Emily at this point. Yeah, I'm going to. Not Chovy, screw him. Uh, pull out my Arbalist crossbow and load it, and then uh, take aim and fire. Okay. At the ogre. Okay, what's your load for that? It's one AP. Okay, yeah, you're good. You're going to shoot at this large ogre. Y'all are crazy. Leave me. <laughs> that would be so awful if you think about that. If they come in, they get you involved, they bring this down on your your winter home, and then you, you get killed, and they just run away. coming home and, he's in, like, coming downstairs. She's upstairs right now. And finding me. Yeah. Okay, so now because of the take aim, I have 62% chance. To shoot if it's standard? Yeah, it's standard right now. Rolled 10. That's very good, very good. Uh, I used up all my AP, so go ahead and roll damage. Isn't there something you can do with that for damage? Uh, that's six. So if you want to use a fortune point, you roll your roll your damage like normal. Yeah. And if your fury die wasn't a six, you can turn it into a six. It's a five. Okay, so you can choose if you want to to turn that five into a six, meaning, meaning it automatically explodes, and then you get another d6 on top of it. Nay. It's your call. Okay. Uh, it does uh, 11 damage. Okay. You see as this this bolt, and he's got his back turned to you as he's just hulking over top of Lavinia on the ground. And you can see that the bolt that you fire clinks harmlessly off of whatever he's wearing. You, you see a cloak. It kind of gets tangled slightly in the, in the cloth, but it's as if there's probably some armor under there. And... He turns around. <laughs> You'll nixed. Get any more AP? Nope. Okay. I could use one of those things to get AP. Yes, right? you can. That's what I did. That's one. Of the, that's how I got the extra AP to get the attack off. In addition to knocking the door down, maneuvering, take down, and then attack. Is he too big to fit up the stairs? No, he can get up there. There is a back door. There is a back door. Mm, and windows. And there are windows. Sure. I'll use one of those things to see if I can maneuver outside the door. The back door? The back door. Okay, sure. What I want to do is I want to open the door and go out and then go around the back side of the door. Okay, so the back side of the area is kind of stacked up with various supplies that she seems to just be sort of storing here. Seeds and things like that. Sacks of sacks of stuff that she's just storing for the winter. And you can maneuver through them and right to the door itself. Uh, what's your movement? Eight. Okay, so you can get right up to the door. 
Uh, it is locked, however, for the night. Ooh. It is nighttime. Yeah. So you well, wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to get through the door on this turn. Yeah. You'd have to actually take a moment to unlock it. Okay. So you can get right up to it. Okay. And that puts you on the complete opposite side of the the room from him. Yeah. All right. So then, uh, so that was Erwin. So then it's Steve's turn. And Steve's the one by Zofia. And you can hear him going, Are you bitch? And uh, he's going to go ahead and climb in the window. And he's going to, that's one. Uh, when I say climb, he's not actually doing any, I'm not using a extra ape. I'm just going to simple enough to climb through. Then I think he's going to reach inside uh, his little little coat and he's going to pull out a different weapon uh and you would see right up close zofia that he seems to have pulled out a uh, pistol of some kind uh i'm going to then spend an ap to uh my remaining ap to load it and that'll be the end of my turn but they're right next he's right next to you inside with a pistol that's no good so that's the end of round one we're gonna go ahead and go up to the top of round two lavinia we're gonna go back to normal order ladder you are on the ground you cannot everything's white yeah i can't see anything you hear everything yeah um i'm prone right so like if i wanted to even try and get up that's two it's two to get up you're correct isn't there take cover there is take cover but i'd have to get up i would yeah you you get up then you can take cover i don't think i want to do that it wouldn't be horribly effective to you just because you're not getting shot at in is this there, case. Like, play dead option. Um, or am like I know it's not like technically like on the thing. Okay. I mean, if you would like to try to feign death, you can do a disguise check. Okay. It's a special skill, however. Oh, is it? Yeah. So it'd be flip to fail. Should do that. That's your call. Uh, so the lady's still outside the door. The lady's she inside, came inside now. With the she lamp. came in the same inside now. She's she's a you and the ogre are right inside the door in like the northwest corner of the of the room. She stepped past you guys, and so she stepped about you know three or four yards into the into the actual room itself. And ogre used all of his. Ogre's done with AP, yeah. So but, he's more than my share. But if I try and get past him, he can still try and do a. Opportunity. Opportunity attack. Yeah, opportunity attack uh, is a... I'm trying to remember. That's a free reaction. or Yeah, free yep. reaction that he could do. I don't want to do that either. Yeah, you're pretty fucked. <laughs> not going to lie. Um, it's a dicey situation. If only you guys had seen them coming and had like 30 minutes to prepare. What a good that chair did in the door. He took it down. I rolled like a crit. I rolled a crit on my athletics test. What do you want? <laughs> Giant ogre with very heavy brawn. He busted that shit down. Can I just like hold my turn? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, holding your turn just puts me at the bottom of the list, right? No, it just you can pick where you want you to can, take a turn. You can go at any point after a person finishes their turn, enemy or, or ally. But if you try to interrupt a person's turn, then there is a check that we would have to do. Okay, I'm gonna hold my turn. Okay, you're gonna hold your turn. Zofia, it's your turn then. Zofia is going to switch to flail and make a melee attack against Steve. All right, go right ahead. That's a success. Uh, all right, and 
Steve did actually use all of his AP or all of his AP to climb to pull out a wep- new weapon and to load it. So he is pretty. Yeah, go ahead. You can roll your damage. Six. Just enough. Just enough. And so I got to roll. Is that not exploding with your flail? Is no, it a six? It's not a six. Did it's you just roll a six no. or did no. you roll a six? Oh, okay. 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 And so I rolled a one on my injury roll and I'm good. Okay. Then I'm going to use my last AP to try to disarm again. Okay. Because I thought the cudgel needed to be disarmed and now I see a pistol. Okay. He's just going to keep pulling weapons out. (laughs) (laughs) Fail. He pulls out a machine gun. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Okay. So I think he's learned his lesson at this point. He kind of guards a little bit from from that. All right. It's going to be Big Daddy's turn next. You have an opportunity now if you want to go. He was focused on Erwin. He, he says you're next. Doesn't mean he's finished with you. Yeah. God. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing. You have to make the decision right now. What do you want to do? You have there's there's extra fortune points, so you could potentially get additional AP. Okay. Uh. Okay. I'm gonna get up. Don't forget that there is there's maneuver. Uh, I always get maneuver and char and, and hustle confused. I'm sorry. Maneuver is the one where you step a yard away from an engagement without getting opportunity opportunity attack but it costs two ap and then there's maneuver on top of it you know you have unfortunately you have to get up i have to get up now here's the thing how many how many fortune points you have over there three three yeah so you you could use them to get as many extra as up to that if you want you are giving them to me though oh god okay um i'm gonna get up that's two that's two you have one left before this mind you i'm blind yes but i will say that you have been in Charlotte's house enough that it's that's okay. Like just like if you wake up in the middle of the night and you try to wander in your own house, it's not that difficult. Okay, I'm gonna. I have a fort. I have a fate point. I'm gonna hustle. Okay. And I'm gonna try and run out of the door screaming. Hustle doesn't does provoke. Yes, I have okay. a fate. I have a fate point. Okay, fair enough. All right, and I will go ahead and take that opportunity attack. Okay. And I will roll a 19, unfortunately, okay. for you. I mean, great for me. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and roll damage. I don't think it's possible for you not to kill him. Yeah. I only rolled a one, uh, but he does have base damage was... One sec. Uh, base damage is 11, so 12 total damage. Yeah, so that would have taken me down two tracks. So, so Lavinia's... As you start running out, he slashes through your back you expend your fate point, but the blade gets caught up in the oh. clothing that you have these like kind of yeah. heavy, heavy robes, robes and dresses and things mm-hmm. like that. And you just continue to bolt out knowing that you just immediately escaped death. Uh, what's your total movement? Uh, my total movement is eight. No, eight. Yes. Okay. So it takes about two yards to get out because you have to go around this big space. Yeah. And then you get about three to four yards outside, screaming at the top of your lungs. What are you yelling? Um, you had to know this question was coming. <laughs> I know, I know. I just, <laughs> I, I panicked because I'm surprised. <laughs> uh, Lavinia, honestly, she's just screaming as loudly as she can. And she's very high-pitched. I would do it for you, but I don't want to like blow out all your ears. Okay. Is there anything in particular you're saying? But just like help, help. She's just help, help. Uh, she's yelling everything. Fire, ogre, mm-hmm. Charlotte. Like. Okay. All right. And you get about three or four steps outside the door 
and you slam directly in to somebody. Unfortunately, you can't see this person because mm-hmm. everything is white. However, Long Lee, I need you to go ahead and I need you to go ahead and make a coordination test uh, at, uh, we'll call it routine. I failed. Okay. You get knocked prone <laughs> onto the ground. Lavinia. Oh. <laughs> this is going on your bill. And you don't, however. You yeah. just stumble on top of him and you go your full Hello? movement. You go a couple more yards in. So you're probably about two or three yards behind whatever this individual was. Yeah. All right. So Long's character. No one sees him yet, <laughs> sadly <laughs> enough. But the ogre comes storming out because they are next. Big Daddy is next. Oh, God. Comes storming out of the actual room. This, this looking for where Lavinia was, uh, was running. So one AP maneuver, or excuse me, one AP hustle out in t- outside sees this other sprawled figure on the ground and it says, Meh, fresh meat. Mm-hmm.